After months of anticipation, it's just been announced that the next Bishop of London will be the Bishop of Crediton, the Right Reverend Sarah Mullally. We have a story on our website and we'll have full coverage in this week's paper. Our senior reporter, Hattie Williams, has just been at the press conference at St Paul's Cathedral, where Bishop Mullally spoke and took questions from the press. Do check out our Christmas gift subscription offer at churchtimes.co.uk slash Christmas. Well, good morning all. Uh, welcome. Thank you for coming. Uh, we have clergy from all over the diocese. We have lay people from across the diocese as well. And we obviously have uh, lots of folk from the press and broadcasting media. Uh, I'm Pete Broadbent, Acting Bishop of London. It's very good to welcome you here. Uh, and I'm very glad to be able officially, uh, as a press launch, to announce our 133rd Bishop of London, uh, the Right Reverend Sarah Mullally, DBE, uh, currently Bishop of Crediton in the Diocese of London. Please welcome her. God the Son come among us in power and reveal in our midst the promise of his glory. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you very much for coming. I have to admit that uh, I am both delighted and slightly terrified uh, at being nominated uh, to the Sea of London. I have lived for over 30 years in London, lived and worked. Um, now, some of that, I have to admit, is south of the river. Uh, so I hope that you will forgive me for that. Um, but my children went to school within the diocese and therefore there is a sense for me uh, that I am returning and that is with great joy. I made a commitment as a teenager to follow Christ uh, and in the words of the hymn by Horatio Bonner, I have found in Christ my star and my son. Uh, and that vocation and that sense of following Christ has really shaped uh, my life. Uh, there is a sense in which he has held me firm uh, and has enabled me to be the person that I am. And therefore it is a real privilege to be able to be in London to share what I have come to know in Christ. People will often ask me what it is like to have had two careers. First of all as a nurse and a cancer nurse here in London and then as the government's chief nursing officer. Uh, and then as a priest. Uh, both serving here uh, in London in the Diocese of Southwark, then as a canon in Salisbury Cathedral, and now as a bishop. And the truth is, I feel that I have had one vocation, and that has been to follow Christ and to make him known. And it is with that sense of calling that I find myself here today. Now, there are many similarities about nursing uh, and about being a priest, uh, not least that we find ourselves sometimes with starch collars and with hats. <laughs> but also it's about people, and it's about compassion. Um, and for me it is also about service. And there's a wonderful image that has held me throughout my vocation, and that is of washing feet. And for those of you who have washed feet, or who have had your feet washed, will know that it is a real sense of service. Uh, you offer dignity. You affirm people's value by washing people's feet. And of course, for us as Christians, we have that wonderful image of Christ who took off his outer garments and washed the disciples' feet. And it is with that sense of service uh, that I come uh, to be the next Bishop of London, uh, to serve London, uh, those of faith and of no faith. And what of London? Well, as I said, for me it is about returning 
to a city that is uh, world-facing, it is multicultural, uh, it is multi-faith, uh, it is economically uh, strong, it is confident, uh, it is a city that is diverse and full of energy. London is open for all. But it is also a city where there is deprivation and inequality. Uh, women are more likely to be unemployed and in poverty than men. Uh, a woman in Tower Hamlets will live 30 years in Ill, Ill health compared to a man uh, in Enfield who will only live 12 years in Ill health. People feel marginalised. Uh, they feel voiceless and they feel angry. And some of those uh, were some of the emotions that uh, we were seen here last week in St Paul's Cathedral. Uh, as people gathered for the Grenfell National Memorial Service, people of faith and no faith stood alongside those and remembered those who had died, stood with those who were bereaved and sought to find with those who survived some new future. But of course that wonderful image of unity does not mean that so many of those urgent issues have been resolved. And what about the church? Well, many will say that, um, that the church and the world is changing, that we are becoming more secular. And there is no doubt that those who would affirm themselves as Christian or Church of England are falling. But that does not mean to say that people are not spiritual and that they're not looking for some form of church. And that uh, is nowhere truer than it is in London. The Church of England has a vision of the church being at the heart of every community. A church that is confident in prayer. A church that is confident speaking about the Lord Jesus Christ. A church that is confident living out that ministry and mission with compassion and with generosity. A church that is at the heart of so many of our communities, creating communities that are resilient creating communities that are full of people who are compassionate to one another. And therefore, if our churches are going to be uh, more relevant to our communities, that means increasingly we need churches that are led by priests who are women, who come from black and, and Asian minority ethnic groups. To have churches that are confident means that we need a local ministers and priests who are enabled to be the best that they are, can be. Congregations who are confident and who are ambassadors for Christ. And one of the wonderful things about coming to London is that sense the church is growing and we see it in the capital vision for 2020 and that aspiration to have 100 new worshipping communities by 2020. And actually we're almost there. Churches are growing, such as Holy Trinity Brompton, St Helens Bishopgate, not only growing but planting new churches like St Francis in Tottenham, the first new parish church for 40 years in this place. I also believe that the church needs to be confident in its community. Churches need to be able to say what is it that we can do together to grow together, to look after the community's well-being uh, in that way. We also need to support our local priests and ministers, which is why I'm looking forward to working with the College of Bishops, the Bishop of Fulham, and also the Assistant Bishop, the Bishop of Maidstone, to ensure that we can look after the well-being of our clergy so that they can be the best that they can be. 
One of the things for me is that in God and in Christ, I have found a refuge, a safe place, a place of security. And I believe that the church needs to represent God. It needs to reflect uh, the love of Christ, uh, which is why for me, uh, safeguarding is at the heart of the gospel. And I will not only take my responsibility of safeguarding seriously, but I will continue to seek that we have a culture which is safe, where there is no place for abuse. And I would also want to work with survivors of abuse, that they not only survive, but they also flourish in that way. I'm also very aware that for some, the appointment of a woman uh, who is a bishop or a bishop who is a woman uh, may be difficult. One of the wonderful things about London and its church is that it reflects the diversity of the Church of England. And I am very respectful of those who, for theological reasons, cannot ex accept my role as a priest or as a bishop. My belief is that the church diversity throughout London should flourish and should go, grow. <coughs> Everybody should be able to find a spiritual home, and actually those that minister should minister in a way in which they do it to their best of their ability. And I do believe that if there is anywhere in the Church of England, it is in London, that we can not inhabit the five guiding principles. And I'm looking forward to working with the College of Bishops and the Bishop Jonathan of Fulham and the Assistant Bishop uh, Rod, the Bishop of Maidstone, to ensure that we do enable that diversity to flourish. In fact, I do believe that London could be a gift to the rest of the Church of England to really demonstrate how unity can work and model. Coming to London, I am leaving the Diocese of Exeter, and it has been wonderful uh, to have worked alongside some wonderful colleagues and some wonderful communities and parish priests. And I am very grateful for having shared ministry there. And in fact, the uh, Diocese of Exeter is a diocese that over the last two years has grown. And I'm very particular particularly uh, grateful for the support of Bishop Robert, the Bishop of Exeter. In coming here, I also come to join London, and it is a great privilege for me to follow Richard Charters. Under his oversight for over 20 years, the church has found a confidence. The church has been re renewed. And also for me, it is a real joy to be able to join such a strong college of bishops. They are really inspirational partners in the gospel. And I look forward to collaboratively working with them. And I'm almost certain that we will have some fun. So the Diocese of London is in good heart. The church is confident in speaking about its faith in Jesus Christ. It is a church which is compassionate in action and it is creating creative partnerships within its community. And it is a real joy that I am able to come here and serve as the Bishop not just of London, but also for London and for those of faith and no faith. Thank you very much for your time. So I invite questions to Bishop Sarah. Silence, that's easy. <laughs> 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 Parish Sheriff Guardian, um, 
Uh, you didn't mention um, sexuality in your. Um, it's inevitable. We have to ask this. Is that um, obviously this is a kind of very important issue in London, elsewhere in the church. It's something that's dominated church discussions for a long time. Um, the people on, on both sides of the argument feel very passionately and strongly. I'm just wondering, um, you know, what your views are about um, uh, same-sex marriage or the blessings of um, civil marriages. Um, and where you think the church is heading on that. And of course, there have been some reports recently of um, some churches in London saying that you know, they, they will, or at least one church in London, which has said that it, it, it may um, uh, could remove itself if um, the <coughs> person who's appointed is not um, seen as uh, true to the Bible, as they consider. So what's your position on all that? As you, as you say, human sexuality is an issue not just for the Church in London, but the Church of England and, in fact, the wider Anglican Communion. And what we have to remember that this is about people. And there is, for me, a sense that uh, all of us uh, come under the love of God in Christ Jesus, and uh, we need to ensure that we remember it. And, of course, London is a very diverse city, and I would hope that everybody can find a spiritual home and a place where they can encounter that love of God in Christ Jesus that I have come to know. <coughs> in terms of the uh, teaching of the Church of England, it is, it is clear about uh, uh, marriage, and I absolutely su I support that. Um, and as you will know, that there is a period of reflection at the moment. Uh, and for me, I am uh, chairing one of those streams of work. Um, and it is a time for us to reflect on our tradition and on scripture and uh, together to say uh, how is it that we can offer uh, a response that is about the inclusive love of Christ. John Darling, Big Standard. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, the streets of London have seen um, a, a spate, um, an upturn in knife crime, and many, many young victims on the streets of London. Uh, how do you think this issue can be addressed by the church. What are you planning to do? First thing to say is my heart goes out to uh, those mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters who have lost people through knife crime. Uh, I can't imagine uh, what it must be like. And the wonderful thing about the church is that it is at the heart of so many communities. Um, and therefore there is a real offer, an opportunity around how local churches can ask the question, what is it that we can do together in partnership with the community to address some of those issues that lie behind what is happening and creating um, those cohesive and resilient communities that we require. And obviously one of the opportunities for me is to begin to get to know uh, and to be known by people and to know better some of the issues. And of course as a bishop in the House of Lords, I would hope that I could be a bishop for London and provide some of the voice and to give voice to those people that at times may feel voiceless in these situations. Others? Yep. Um, you mentioned the issue of uh, female bishops and female priests and that there are some elements in the Church of that theologically disagree with that. In such a senior role, it's perhaps inevitable that this will become an issue in terms of these like, ordinations. Is there a proposal or a plan as to how to deal with that um, you know, when there might be some people who might not be able to One of the wonderful things about London is the diversity of the churches. Um, and I respect those that cannot expect my ministry as a bishop, 
because I'm a woman. Um, and what we have is a wonderful college of bishops and also working very supportively with the Bishop of Fulham and also the Bishop of Maidstone. Um, I'm absolutely confident that we can build on what already has been happening uh, and to, to address those issues going forward. And I don't have all those answers today. One of my real, um, I suppose one of the things that I'm looking forward to is to be able to engage not just with the bishops in the college, but also those priests within the church. And for us to work together to find a way forward that I think not only offers uh, uh, respectful uh, opportunities to people within London, but actually offers some learning to the wider church in Um, Zach, uh, um, you spoke just then about respecting uh, the, the choices of people who might not um, understand you being a woman having this job. But you, uh, when you were speaking, you also said that um, London's a global city and we're kind of growing. Do you think people who don't uh, accept you having this job um, still have a place in the church? The Church of England is uh, one of the real strengths of the Church of England is its diversity. Part of that is the theological uh, views. And uh, I am absolutely supportive of my colleagues who feel that they can't accept my ministry. And my experience has been that this is all about relationship. And uh, one of the, my first questions when I meet those that may find my position difficult is how can I enable your ministry to flourish? And my experience in the Diocese of Exeter have been that actually we have worked together graciously and respectfully. And for me, that is, is a real image of how the church can agree within the love of Christ, whilst actually we may disagree on some things. Uh, Alex Williams, Premier Christian Radio. Um, the two points that Harriet raised, one about sexuality, which you answered, but can I could just go back to the, the idea of um, the, maybe the reception among conservative Anglicans. We had the rector, I think, of St Helens Bishopsgate, talking about his hopes for the next future of London. Is there any um, thought in your mind that the Church of England could be heading towards a schism? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, the Church of England has, over the centuries, always disagreed. Um, and one of the wonderful things about the Church is that you know, we want to demonstrate the compassion of Christ. And my belief is that we should be compassionate with one another. And part of that compassion is to listen to one another. Um, and as I've said, over the coming weeks, I hope to meet uh, many within the London Diocese, and that will include those of the diversity uh, of theological views. And for me, it is about listening and about serving. Uh, and so I, you know, I believe the Diocese of London is in good heart, and it does reflect the diversity and the variation of views across the church. Okay, how much of your the role do you think at first will be a sort of this element of diplomacy I suppose where of course I mean, um, Richard Charters has talked about there being factional strife was how he put it once. Do you, do you sense that a lot of your time initially will be spent making sure that those different ends of the spectrum are kind of happy and, and get to know you and, and that you can listen to their concerns? Do you think that will be quite a, a big task before maybe you can get on with the day job of actually being Richard Blunt? I've, uh, you know, I've lived in the past for over 30 years in London, but I, couldn't, I wouldn't pretend to know every community. And the first thing for me is to know and be known as the Bishop of London. 
And, and that therefore uh, means that I would like to have programmes where I meet people. And that's right across the diversity. And so for me, that is my first and foremost, is how I go out and listen, how I am known and know uh, those uh, that are within the church and also within the wider London area. That, for me, is the primary. <coughs> Who else? So just as a follow-up, I'm asking, um, were you uh, were you surprised to find yourself um, in this position? Um, um, and I'm sure it's not necessarily for you to say, but, but why you? That's <laughs> <laughs> a question for the um, Yes, of course, I, I was surprised, but I am delighted. Um, and I bring with me, um, you know, deep Christian faith. Um, I am the bishop I am because of, um, in a sense, those intertwining parts of my life. I am a nurse. Uh, I've worked in London as a cancer nurse. I've also been the government's chief nursing officer and have worked in a complex organisation. I've been a parish priest. I have been a team rector and a canon and now bishop. And for me, actually, it is the opportunity of all those different aspects of my life being woven together that, for me, uh, in a sense, enabled me to think, actually, this is something that I believe God is calling me to be, and why it's uh, with such delight that I feel able to accept the nomination. Um, just on that, um, do you think the, um, the church would benefit if more of its senior leaders had sort of experience in the real world as opposed to just experience in the same part of health is the real world? I, I, one of my joys when I meet priests, and I do that a lot, you know, whether they're coming forward for ordination and discerning that vocation, whether I'm appointing them or whether I'm just pastorally supporting me, supporting them. One of the wonderful things is that the Church of England has such a variety of people um, and a mixture of skills. And I think that that is the strength, in a sense, of the Church and of any secular organisation, is around how you enable this great variety to do in a sense, what they are able to do. And therefore, for me, you know, I, am, I often stand in awe of those who have come through a much more traditional path within the church, because they offer something that maybe I don't. And it's the bit about how we together, as <coughs> colleagues, uh, are the body of Christ to the people of the world. That is about uh, increasing the diversity, not just about for women, but uh, people from black and Asian minority ethnic groups, and also the disabled. And uh, I know there's work uh, been going on in the London Diocese uh, with deans of BMA ministry, uh, and I would want, first of all, to talk to them around what's happening and how it's moving. Uh, but there is a sense that we need to make sure that... Um, we, we ensure that we support those that are already here, that can be the best they can, but also that our churches repre represent the communities in which they are in. Uh, and one of uh, 
in a sense, one of my greatest joys when I was in the Department of Health was working with nurses from uh, black and Asian minority ethnic group, enabling them uh, to take the opportunities that they are can they can take. So in a sense, I bring that knowledge, but also that I'd like to work with those who are clearly um, making ground in London already. One more, I think, Ellen, please. Yeah. Um, you talked, um, I know that London is actually a growing diocese, and you talked about how there was a new um, church set up quite very recently. Do you have any particular focus as to how you would most like to grow it, any particular way in which you would, you would like to attract more people to the church, or any particular group you would like to have more people coming in? Well, the Church of London in London is growing, and um, both in its uh, faith and its depth of spirituality, but also in its number, numbers. And there is already work under the Capital 2020 vision. Um, and in a sense, what I would like to do is to come in and to work with those that are already um, work underway. But I also bring with me some experience of Devon. And whilst it may appear very different, the church in Devon is growing. And in a sense, what I'd like to bring is some of the, the learning that we have from Devon, which uh, could be transferable. And, and that's all around giving confidence to the local church, to people in our congregations, to have confidence to talk about Jesus, and also a confidence to demonstrate the compassion of Christ. And in that way, uh, I do believe that the church will continue to, to grow and to move on. Thank you all very much for coming. Um, Sarah is going to go off and do some visits the, uh, after lunch and in the afternoon in uh, community projects and churches across East London. I think there may be a chance for a few of you to have one-to-ones with a uh, please uh, organise that with, uh, with our press folk. Uh, and uh, otherwise, thank you very much for being with us and uh, we look forward to some really fantastic years. I'm really excited by this appointment. Uh, Bishop Seri, you're very welcome. Uh, and we're waiting and longing for whatever God has in store for us. Thank you very much. Thank you.